Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV, on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at Benator Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is called Raising Independent Kids, Choices and Decision-Making. I have three parents at the square table, Bree and Evan Mazin and Brandy Truex. Bree was part of the discussion choosing our topic today. How does a parent make the shift from baby to preschooler and the balance of choices, what to wear, what to eat, bedtime, and more? It's a perfect topic because even young children need voice and choice, but it gets confusing when it feels like the children are, in one description, running the circus. Let's look at raising independent kids and raising children who are seen and heard in ways that honor each age and stage of development. I'll turn it over to the parents to introduce themselves and their children and find out what situations create challenges or questions for them. And Bree, you get to go first, so tell us about your family. Hello, thank you for having us here. So Sydney is three going on 13. Um, She is extremely strong-willed, dynamic. She assesses situations before she gets into them, just totally knows what she wants and when she wants it. Love those strong girls. (laughs) And Slade is 15 months, and she is just so joyful and easygoing and flexible, and you can put her in a situation, and within seconds, she just totally is cool with it. Love it, love it. All right, Evan, what's your perspective on Sydney and Slade and the, the dynamic of raising independent kids? Well, Sydney is def- definitely knows what she wants. She uh, definitely uh, lets you know what her opinions and feelings are. She's very uh, outgoing. And Slade is a lot easier going, um, just goes with the flow, very happy. And um, I see some similarities in the two of them, but I see a lot of differences also. Yeah. And do you think the two of you are really open and encouraging of this voice and choice, or is it is it a struggle to like watch no, them want things their way? I think we're very open. I think yeah. so too. Yeah, because you're both very social and outgoing and Three more um, so big personality me. people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, Brandy. So tell us about your family. Yep. Um, my name is Brandy Truex, and I have two kids. One, um, Olivia, who's three. She just turned three. And she is thoughtful and cautious and likes to know what's coming. She likes to go over it, over and over it. She's the type that, you know, we read a book a hundred thousand times yeah. and um, enjoys that. She enjoys knowing what's coming. Um, and then Lloyd is eight months old, and he cannot wait to grow up. <laughs> he is hilarious. Um, he's very fun, very social. Don't leave him in a room by himself because he will cry. <laughs> he wants to be with everyone else. He wants to be center of attention, and um, but he loves watching his big sister. I love it. It's So awesome. he loves the party. Oh, the yes. other thing that I love, especially when you're talking about three-year-olds, is... 
whether they're cautious or whether they're outgoing, whether they're watchful for a while until they set down their ground, or whether they're jump in both feet, they still like things their way. Emotionally, mm-hmm. they they are mm-hmm. strong and they they have opinions because they're becoming a person in their own right. So. Bree, tell me one of those great situations that motivated this conversation, whether it's the, the dressing for yeah. school mm-hmm. or tell me. Tell me. So Sydney likes to pick out her outfit, you know, for each day. And at home, I let her wear what she wants, whether it's princess outfit or her pajamas, cool, you, you pick. But, you know, when we're going to school or to an activity where we're going to be out in public and she wants to wear like a sweater when it's, you know, 85 degrees out or doesn't want to wear a tank top that I picked out that actually matches her clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this morning we had a really big meltdown. I mean, kicking and screaming like she will not wear a purple tank top, even though it matches her outfit and purple shoes that she picked out. And like you said, it, and it's one that she's worn a million right. times before. And all of a sudden today, you know, she just was not wearing it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I tried a couple different, you know, redirecting techniques, and none of them seemed to work for her this morning. So finally, after negotiating, and we were already late, um, I reminded her that I would bring an extra backup shirt. And when we got to our destination, she could change into her backup shirt. And then she was okay with that. I'm like, really? It took me, like, that long to, like, name all these, like, possible things to try? Now, that's a great observation because I can't tell you straight up if you had said that in the very beginning, would it have shortened the drama? I suspect not because I suspect that they have to go through all of those feelings, mm. all of that experience mm-hmm. in order to then find their ground and find their ability to release and let go. I mean, you know, I know you're a yoga person. And mm-hmm. so all that whole idea of letting go, mm-hmm. I mean, what's harder than letting go? And when you're three and whether you get stuck in an idea or on a piece of clothing or in the moment, it's, it's a big struggle. So my other question for you, though, is when you got to the destination, mm-hmm. did you ask her if she wanted the shirt? She remembered. Okay. She Love remembered. it. Love it. And, what so, is, what and I actually didn't that? even bring another shirt. <laughs> <gasps> oh, you tricked her. <laughs> so all I had was her sister's shirt, which obviously wouldn't fit her. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I said, oh, you know, I left that at home. And I just showed her this, her sister's shirt. And at that point, she actually was cool with it. She was she, done. Yeah, she was done. You know, it, it had been probably like 10 or 15 minutes since we left the house. Yeah. And um, we were just talking about other things and seeing her friends. And, you know, she was okay. Isn't it amazing, their memory, though? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, amazed. oh, man, you remember. And I think it's important amazed. to honor the word. Whether it matters to them, let them be the one that decides yeah. it doesn't matter. And so you, you didn't go like, I'll get over it. Mm-hmm. You 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 were there to see and hear mm-hmm. and love her through it. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, oh, I forgot. I'm so sorry. How about this shirt? You know, again, and then she was like, no, I'm good. I'm good because you validated me. And then when we got me. there, I was worried that, you know, they would comment on her outfit or say, I'm like, please don't say anything about her outfit today because I didn't want anything to trigger. Right, right, right. You know. Right. So. The whole situation. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, you've described so many aspects to this because, and but I want, I, as some of it that I want to put out there for the world today is that walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a weird place when you're walking on eggshells around your children <laughs> because mm-hmm. they at some point they are watching you and studying yes. you and they know your emotional life better than you do because yes. right brains read right brains and you're into this big logical practical rational world and so 
when you're like, oh, don't talk about our clothes. I want you to kind of, if you can, like a little mantra for you is, is sort of that, if somebody asks about the clothes, she is masterful and powerful enough to find her way through this, good or bad. You know, it's mm-hmm. that idea that whatever they think or feel is really okay. okay. Hmm. So I-, I wanted to ask Evan, but since you're nodding for them that they don't forget. Oh, yeah, um, they don't. I, I'm amazed at how much she doesn't forget. The other day, I mean, it was something as simple as, you know, I want to honor my word when I say I'm going to do something because I know she's remember. Those things are like kind of tick, 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 tick. Like she said she would do that, and then we didn't. She said we would do that, and then we didn't. So, you know, how much can I trust my mom, really? She says we're going to do it, and we don't. And, you know, they say that like with the whole follow-through on behavioral, and of course you do that. But then on even the good stuff, you know, like yesterday we were going to school, and she only had a smoothie. And I said, do you want me to bring cereal? Do you want cereal? Do you want cereal? And we're running late. I'll bring it in the car. And then we got in the car, literally almost to school. Ten minutes later, she goes, Mommy, I'd like that cereal now. (laughs) I'm like, Mommy forgot the cereal. I'm sorry. Okay, so the same thing happened for you. Yeah, same thing. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I said, but I do have a graham cracker. I'm like, great. She's having a graham cracker for breakfast. (laughs) I brought a graham cracker. Here's a graham cracker. You want a graham cracker instead? Yes, I would love a graham cracker, Mommy. (laughs) I was like, because it's voice and choice. It's about the power. And it and it's and it is about if you like you said you negotiated you work you work this deal with her that said you know like I'll I'll meet you on the other end if you'll get yourself through it, which also gives them responsibility for themselves. But if if ten times later you you aren't there to be there holding the shirt. They will remember that. They do, and so you will you will set yourself up to to not be um, to to not have that option when you really really want it. Right, right. Our our recent thing with the voice and choice was um, I'm excited to get her into some sports. Like you know, she's doing gymnastics, she does swim, but I was like, oh, we should try something else. Is it soccer? Is it basketball? I don't know. I don't know. There's so many choices for me <laughs> for but, her because she doesn't know any of this, mm-hmm. right? So I saw tennis for three-year-olds. Only three-year-olds, no four-year-olds, all that stuff. So I thought, oh, that'll be perfect. I'd love for her to learn how to play tennis. So I sign her up, and she's, we get to the tennis center. She's like, this is so nice, Mommy. I have to see her. I haven't spoken to her in a very long time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's so cute. So I'm like, I know. And you get to pick out a racket. She's like, I want the pink one. I'm like, great. This is going great. We get outside. She sees a group of eight kids with the teacher. And she freezes up. Got to go home. And stands there and says, I want to go home. And I'm like, no, baby, we're here to play tennis. You're just going to play with the kids. It's fun. It's not like real tennis. It's just doing drills and stuff, you know. And um, I, I'm holding the eight-month-old because I didn't bring the stroller because I thought I'm going to sit on the bench and watch her run around and have fun. I'm holding him, and I'm having to drag her out. And I'm physically dragging her, and I'm thinking, this is not right. And she's going, no, mommy, no, no. And all the other kids are playing and having a great time. And she's going, no, no. And I'm like, mm. and I'm embarrassed and I know that I shouldn't be. But so then she follows me back to the bench and she sits down next to me on the bench. And I'm like trying to play with, and she's watching and watching and watching. I bring her out, bring her back, bring her out. She runs back. I bring her out, runs back. She keeps saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. No, we're staying here. So then I took her off. I'm playing with her a little bit by herself, some of the things they're doing. And then they say, okay, it's time to clean up all the balls. These kids had done the drill where there was literally 100 balls all over the court, big, fat, softballs. She goes, she hears that. She goes, and then we go home. She goes, 
I clean up if we go home. She runs out. She cleans up more balls than any other kid. She didn't even play with any of them. She's putting them in the basket as fast as she can. She goes, we go home now. Because clean up is always the end of the class. (laughs) And she runs out. So then the next week comes along and I go, oh, today's tennis. Isn't that going to be so much fun? And we'd practiced over the week at home a little bit. Isn't that going to be fun? doesn't say anything. And then it comes to the time. And I said, okay, we have to go upstairs and get your clothes on for tennis. I don't want to go. I said, oh, sweetie, we're going to go. You know, it's a class, blah, blah, blah. You just want to try it. I don't want to. I don't want to. And then I let a few more minutes go by. I'm like, okay, we're going to be late. If we don't go, we need to go upstairs and change. I don't want to go. And then almost started crying. And I looked, I got on my knees and I looked her in the eyes. I said, do you really not want to go? No, mommy, I do not want to go to tennis. Very clear to tennis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I, I'm listening to you, and we do not have to go today. What would you like to do instead? And she was like, she didn't even know what to say. She just turned around, and she went and thought, we'll play, and then walked away. Wow. And, that, and so that, there were only two classes so far? Right. And there's six total, and I don't know what to do now yeah. because she did not choose it. So I can't force her. You know, that whole – there's a situation when they get older. Like you said, there's the babies to preschool, and how's the change? There's that situation when they're six and they say, I want to play soccer. And then you bring them and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And you're like, oh, no, no. See, you chose. And we're doing See, this. we have something similar with dance. And I'm um, the first few times she didn't want to go. And she didn't want to put on her leotard. And she didn't want to put on her tights. And didn't, didn't want to. And we actually had a parent watch a few weeks ago where we were in the classroom of the dance instead of just observing from, like, a camera yeah. in the waiting hall. And the first 10 minutes or so, she, you know, wasn't participating and she was telling us where to sit and she couldn't see herself in the mirror. And then after 10 minutes, she was the best one in the class. She followed every direction from the teacher. She was like showing off. She was like so excited. And you were in the room? And we were in the room. I think she does that with everything though. She always always takes takes like 10 minutes or so. She always, yeah. Well, that's what you were describing. And then she gets into her... It gives her then the freedom to It's almost like she has to see and, like, observe. Like, how your daughter, like, how you were just saying, like, she kind of, like, and then was cleanup time, like, wanted to go. So it's like, I almost wonder if you said something about the cleanup. Yeah, maybe. That she remembered. Like, don't you remember you helped clean up with all what it's so fun? Right. Right. Then maybe that would trigger... And And you could give her the choice. Again, it's... I want to, and I want to put Evan on the spot next yeah. and ask it because he was talking before we put on the on the on the mic about how how uncomfortable it is to force a child yes. to be unhappy. Yes. So I want and and there is no right or wrong answer to this, not at all. And I think in both cases, what you do is you make the best decision that your gut tells you to make at the time, and then you watch and observe and evaluate and go, well, did that work? Did it not work? Am I happy with it? Am I not happy with it? Like if you're going to be unhappy like oh but I really wanted you to try this you can say that to her without that agenda the difference I think between Sydney and Olivia is Sydney is a slow is will watch like you said for a short period of time and then jump in Olivia is not a jump she doesn't jump in fast that's mm-hmm. never been her style right. so what you could even do is say you know what we signed up for six times and I and and again counting and giving them counting. something mm-hmm. tangible or vis- visual. Oh, when we have a calendar on the wall, I can put it on there. There's only these times. You know, put it. Draw a tennis racket on yes. for six tennis rackets. How many are there? There are six. We we've been to two. There's four more. And you know what? Let's just go. And you you can uh, you'll sit with mommy, and then you'll just clean up the balls. Okay. You can give and you can you can experiment. I get, I don't know. It's an experiment. Right. It's it is. And error. You know what your goals are. 
Right. Your goals are to honor them, cherish them, love them, respect their feelings, and help them not to feel like they can't get outside of themselves. I mean, right. I, I love finding children's edges, but it's but it's a it's an it's an act of trust and respect to find that edge and say, well, you know what, we're going to drive there six times. Okay. And then, but again, I'm not saying that's a recommendation. I'm saying that's a possibility. Right. Or you can say, you know what, you didn't like it. We'll just do. Let's here. These are our tennis days. Let's go find four other things that'll be fun instead of tennis. Okay. Um, I, I there's I just, no answer because I just don't think. Uh, so she does um, gymnastics and swim, and she loves that. Okay. But if I had started that now, right? Would she love that's it? That's what I'm and thinking. And again, while we're talking about the older siblings. The babies, the younger siblings in the mix adds a new dynamic. Yes. Because they yes. have to be a little bit more, um, I'm, I'm, I'm making a face here. <laughs> they have to be a little more forceful or stronger in their, this is my way because mm-hmm. I got this other person in my world that's sort of tiptoeing in. Okay, so let's put let's put dad on, dad of a daughter, you know, so. Two daughters. Do yeah. you understand, you know, like, first of all, I mean, you know, you can barely understand women in this world, and now you got two little girls that are even more complicated, so give us your thoughts. I mean, I, well, the one thing I was going to say about what you were just previously talking about is maybe. Um, offer some kind of reward afterwards. Say, mm-hmm. you know, if we go to if we go to tennis, if you if you're good, we'll get ice cream after right, or right, something. Right. So they they know there's something. She may not love tennis right now, but if you put it with something that she right. does love, maybe she'll see a reason to go, and it might a good idea. give her a little bit of a push. Yes. And if I can slip in, I prefer the word incentive rather incentive, than reward. Yes, yes, My thing is, if you give them a reward, if you do this for me, I'll give you this. Um, they will eventually use that against you. They right. will. They will use it as payola, and they will turn into little mobsters. Even if it's a sticker or a stamp, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. But it's but incentive. It, but oh. it, it's that idea of it's it's how you present it, which is you know what I know you don't want to go, so let's do something fun after, right. like you're saying. You know, and, and, I, right. and I think an experience is a great way to do it. Yeah. In terms of the again with the stickers, that I'm not, and we, we're going to do a podcast next Friday on. Um, Stickers. Um, on stickers and rewards because it's this idea. It gets you a short-term fix, and I'm all for a short-term just to get you over the hump. But if you use it as your go-to strategy, then everything is about what are you going to give me to do that? And then you right. end up in you end up with in a dynamic that it's, I, I find it more way more interesting to figure out is it the tennis? Is it not the tennis? Is it the dance? Is it the time? To is really it, understand. Is it my learning my voice? And right, that to I understand them rather than to just manipulate them forward, I think is a far more exciting relationship mm-hmm. than just sort of like, oh, I can get you to do what I want well, you to do. I guess it was more out like. Um, Give her a good rinse. Randy said the word association. I guess yeah. it was more, right. you know, the association just. Something, yeah. something positive, something good that they like. And like you that. know that you get ice cream too. You know, like we're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like tell it. me about when you, when you, when, when Sydney, when, how you feel about pushing her or putting her in a situation that's making her unhappy. I think with Sydney, basically, like I was just saying, that she always comes around. She has to assess, assess the room, assess the people. Like we just went to a birthday party last week, and. Um, there was this coach that does soccer, and she knows the coach, and she always comes home from school and will talk about this coach and tell me that how much fun she had playing soccer. So we thought when she went to this birthday party that she'd be just jump right in and have the best time. Yeah. She didn't do anything the whole time. She wanted her mom the whole time and um, just never participated in any of the soccer. 
once the coach left, she didn't want to know where he was going, but we got to the party a little bit late too, so she wasn't able to start with all the kids. Like you said, you didn't get early. Right, you right. usually her arrive early. Is to get early. But had we, had we been there early, I think that you let her cry it out or whine it out for the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes, yeah. and she always and comes around, and then she just takes over. I so I just And think, she was running everywhere and so curious. And I also think because she knew the soccer coach from a different environment, same, yeah. she was like, why is he here? Like, she didn't understand, you know, that he doesn't belong in just the school. It's you're, it's so their world and understanding, like, who's where, when, why. It gets overwhelming and complicated. It's, mm-hmm. you know, we want kids to self-manage, but their cognitive and social-emotional world is still in formation. I mean, that they call it the upstairs brain managing the downstairs brain, and the downstairs brain is, you know, screaming, falling apart, meltdowns, you know, like, I can't handle it. Well, how are we going to help you to handle it? You know, we're going to help you handle it by being by slowing it down. Or so, what Riding happens after the party and and her coach conversation? Did could, did she talk about the coach after? In this particular situation, not really. She just wanted to make sure she, she got a cupcake. You know, yeah. before <laughs> he left, she wanted to make sure he got yeah. a cupcake. Right. Yeah. You know, like. so she makes this connection. Um, it's like this virtual connection she made—an act of kindness and generosity, even though she couldn't do it face to face when he was there. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, sweet, mm-hmm. sweet, sweet. Would your parents have given you that kind of time if you needed it to? I think my parents would have, yes. Neat, neat. Yeah. yeah. Good. I love that. Oh, and I only ask because I think it's a change in, you know, in parenting. Um, I think it's funny you say that because, matter of fact, today my mom and I were together with gymnastics and things have changed even with gymnastics. And I, and I have a feeling it has something to do with the little one. You know, the, the nine-month-old who's now touching all her toys and crawling everywhere and she's trying. She's She very much, when I'm not there, will give him toys and play with him but don't touch my favorite toy and but there's something going on there because all of a sudden she's more clingy she's less in in the the, the gymnastics you're just like what is the wrong what's wrong with her she's uh-huh. she's different the last right, three right, times right. she won't do what she normally does she won't participate the way she used to like i don't know if you know tell me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, i know it has something to do with him and the whole sibling rivalry or whatever sibling issues change when the little one starts to crawl because the attention. She's a person wants, now. Yeah, yeah, and she wants more attention from everyone. Yeah, yeah. She just has to double check that her world's still there for her. Okay. Yeah. Because it's yeah, it's 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 hard to manage. But my mom said, you know, I was only twenty four when you were around. I didn't think about any of this stuff. She's like, and maybe that helped you. She's like, because I wasn't worrying about every emotion. I wasn't worrying about your every little thing. She's like, I probably wouldn't even have noticed that you were a little more clingy, because I just would have been so busy doing my own stuff because I was young and my mom that's the type of mom my mom is right but um and I said I don't know you know she forgot she you know that's true it's been a long time right right. (laughs) you know they remember it being kind of black and white and clear that's true you know that's true when you're in it it's when you're in it it's like who who's this child and it's much more bigger it's much bigger than you know so of the two of you who's more comfortable with her emotional life I am. You are. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I think also because I spend a lot more time with her. You know, Evan gets home from work around like 5.30 every day, so he really only gets like maybe a two-hour like window where, um, you know, I'm with her a lot. I, you know, pretty much like from when she wakes up to goes to, you know, to sleep at night. So I'm totally comfortable. And I also know that whatever she's 
quote-unquote freaking out about um, is temporary and it doesn't last longer than a few minutes. So my patience, thankfully, from the yoga and everything, I know to take a deep breath and know this too shall pass. Like, you know, it's It's I'm I'm able. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still, like, crazy mom at times, like, where I'm like, oh, my God, like, I can't handle, you know. Yeah, because in the moment, it's crazy. I mean, The other night I had to come in and be the the calm one. She was... Yeah. So go ahead, tell us. I, I, I'm d- no, when I'm the, done, I'm done. She has <laughs> at night. It's been very hard getting her to fall asleep. Um, she goes into her bed and she won't come out usually. But when it's time to turn the the iPad off, or it's, it, she knows it's time for her to be by herself, and that's it. I can't sleep. She yeah. Uh, she she puts she'll go into a tantrum. Uh, see, so, and with in the threes, then it comes with words. Yeah. You know, and, and she asks the most random things. Yes. You know, I need a snack cup filled with yes. veggie sticks and orange juice to the top. I'm like, okay, we'll yes. be right back with that. Like, yes. Well, you usually oh recommend it. She doesn't even ask for it. She'll, you'll just recommend it, hope that she forgets, you. so she falls asleep that time, <laughs> and you come back with it. I but. got, I got one night and three in the morning. I like some milk, please. I said, you can't have any milk. I know it will rot my teeth. I said, it will rot your teeth. I said, she said, I would like ice cold water with lots of ice. I was like, it's 3 a.m. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'll get you some water. <laughs> and you got the... Oh, I went and got the water. Yeah, but... And then she went right back to sleep? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, there's, you know, in the terms of that trial and error... It wasn't like, a snack cup full of veggies. <laughs> we, usually don't, we, usually don't we never bring it, bring it you know, because no, eventually she um, is able to fall just asleep. She just mm-hmm. goes through her list. Mm-hmm. It's part of her... I love that list. That's great. And I think that some of it is just... They have to go through it. And even if we don't understand why, I mean, I'll give my best guess of why kids act or respond or communicate a certain way, but it's really just a best guess. The bottom line is, under all that, I just have to accept this is where they are and I have to meet them exactly where they are if I'm going to be of any help to them. Um, and that is, you know, like, oh, you want a cup? Oh, and maybe I'll bring you four cups with, you know, with, with, it, it, it's just, just run with it. It's like improv, like, right. yes, and, mm-hmm. you know, yes, and whatever you want. So when you wake up in the morning, your bed is filled with stuff, <laughs> you know, but in the meantime, sweet dreams, I love you, I'll see right. you in the morning. Um, but so you came in because it no, was... No, but she was, I never, she, she wasn't, Brie wasn't feeling well. And I was downstairs I was just watching shot. You TV. get to that point where you're just, oh, you're just done. done. Like, but usually done. it's the other way around. I have the very little patience, and she has to come in and take over. But this time I just came in and said, you know what? Bree's what not feeling want? well. Like, so I came in and said, Bree, you go in the other room. Let Love me take it. care of it. And she calmed down. Love it. She did. So what did you say or do? Or was I just, it just the shift? Of- I just said, I had her go into the other room, and I said, all right, Cindy, what do you want? Want me to get you juice? Want me to get you water? I just asked her, and she I said, I want to get put on another video for you. And something that just clicked, and there was something that she did want. I don't remember what it was. And um, she calmed down, and eventually, within 10 minutes, fell asleep. She always does. I mean, yeah. when the, it seems like forever, but, you know, maybe it lingers a half hour. Right, right. But, you know, it's every few minutes. It's like, Mommy! Mm-hmm. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. I need... But if you Fill can the hold blank. that thought that that no matter how crazy it gets, no matter how escalated it gets, that it's that it's short term and it's per process, then I think you've got a recipe for sanity, which mm-hmm. or at least that you know eventually it will be over. Or well, it's just hard in the moment though. To, it's to, very to, hard to in the that. moment. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. And sometimes you just say like, if you're not there, then it re- then you know either one of you just has to say. 
okay, I love you and I'm done because I don't want to become screaming crazy parent and I love you. So I have to leave the room and I'll check back on you. But right now I need a break. And I find it challenging with a sibling because Mm -hmm. if Slade's sleeping and, you know, we try to do the tough love or, you know, give her a minute to see if she can, you know, calm down on her own. It's the fear of waking up yes. the baby. Yes. And then you have two that are up. Yes. You know, when and again, the trick is, because I believe so much has to do with your emotions. As, as, before you think about the strategies, it's your emotions. So I think that when you're, when you're walking on those eggshells or that fear of, but I don't want you to wake your sister, mm. then, then they, they've got you on this little hook that allows oh, them to keep working you. So, but again, you don't want chaos and you certainly don't want to ride away children, but you can always say, oh, excuse me, I have to go tell Slade that Sydney's being very loud, but that she's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> and, and my opinion is you can tell, I mean, if you get to it, and again, you, d- you do what keeps your house sane. Right. I mean, bottom line rules. You, but but you if you, if, if, if for, for some reason she escalates and, and Slade wakes up, then you go to Slade and you say, your sister is being very loud, but she, but we are helping her and she's safe and everything is good. So go back to sleep. And especially your second children, they will be able to, to go back to, to sleep. Go back mm-hmm. to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the hard, same thing happens when, you know, if, if dad's got a big meeting or if you have a big meeting and you have to get out of the house and you're like, no, no, like everybody has to be quiet. Cause you know, if the more you, they feel that narrowing them into the corner box, the harder it is to contain it because they they're just gonna they're just gonna let loose because they because it robs them of the time right. that says okay I have if it's like if you go to say I have infinite patience to help you to calm mm-hmm. down and I will ask you these questions and it works but if it really were but if it really were going on forever and ever then you'd have to then you'd have to get yourself out of the dynamic because how do you know it's testing? You know it's testing if you give in and they up the ante on you. Mm-hmm. So if you were to bring them, the, bring her the cup or the water mm-hmm. and she's like, and now I need a book, yeah. then you just know like, oh, you got me. Right. I have to go now and I love you and I'll see you in the morning. Right. And, and I prefer not to call it tough love because cause it's not a, because tough love to me feels unloving. And I don't want it to feel unloving because I want it to come from a good intention that says, I hear you. I know you, you know, you need this uh, and I'm here to help you and I'll be back in five minutes to check on you. Mm-hmm. So give me five Yeah, minutes. I would say 95% of the time, you know, I'm able to be that parent. You're in sync with You them. know, um, I just think that, you know, being raw, you know, that there's that 5% where you're just like, you're shot. You're shot. You, you, you know, you've done everything that all... The articles I read of yours and yeah, the podcasts I've listened to, and you just like okay. So let's talk about let's 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 go to when voice and choice goes over the edge, and what I want to say straight up is she needs to know where your edge is. So I don't want parents to act like teachers. Mm-hmm. I don't want parents to be like textbook parents who never lose it, who don't get to that edge. Because how do they know? I and mean, what what is really this all about? The emotional dynamic in families, and it's going to happen, of course, with siblings in ways that don't happen with other children in classrooms, is it lets them know how far is too far. It lets them know, like, oh, how do I get to, how do, when they're out there in the business world or when they're out there running the country or a company 
25 years from now, um, they're going to have these skills, and it's based on how they've interacted with you and the people who love the most. Well, and what they've caught from you, as they say, it's not taught, it's caught. So they watch you interact with each other, with your husband, with other people, and with them. And you you can say, you know, Mommy was really tired, and and that was just too much. Mommy had to to get out of the... Mommy had to take a break, and Daddy Daddy helped me. That's funny you say that, because, like, sometimes, you know, we'll be driving in the morning or whenever, and she'll say... And I'll yawn. I won't even notice I yawn. And she'll go, oh, Mommy, are you tired? I'll say, yes, Mommy is tired. Oh, Mommy. Because you were up asking for water at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Mommy is tired. I yawned, didn't I? She goes, yes, I'm tired, too. Like, uh, you know, they just, it's But it's, a, it's an act it's, of empathy. Yes. Of ident- like, I know what my Mommy feels like, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling with her. Yeah. yeah. Sydney suggests Starbucks when I yawn. So <laughs> she knows. She goes, do you need coffee? Aww. Yes, honey. I, I need a venti. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's I mean, so because that, that, bit of taking care of you. I mean, yeah. it happened in a class this week. I was, uh, we were in separation and then we had two crying children out of 10. And so I was like, oh, oh, everything's so loud. A parent's going to get on the slide. And I climbed up on the slide and it was like, and we played this game. Should I go slower, fast? Because we do it slower, fast outside. We do slower, fast for the parachute. And I said, I'm going to, they went fast, fast, fast. All of a sudden, Karen was in a weird place in the room. Let me just watch her. And I said, should I come down slower, fast? I said, I'm going to come down. They're like, they're yelling at me fast, fast. I said, oh, I'm going to come down slow because I'm not sure I can do it. And one little boy said, help Karen. (laughs) And he put out his hand to help me. But it shifted this whole dynamic Mm -hmm. of children in distress to, oh, we'll we'll help you. You We'll help help you you do something that that you're a little bit afraid of right now. Okay, so when, when, when their voice and choice gets to be too much, how do you... How does that scenario play out? And and also because it, 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 I want to know like if it's just the mood, like I'm just tired, I'm just yeah. exhausted, or if it is the nature of the voice and choice. You know, like for now, for the tennis, we're we're going to decide we're going to we're just going to stay in this middle ground and say we'll wait and see if tennis is good or bad. But part of those other questions, you know, the bedtime, the meal times, when are there? When are the choices too much for them? Or when is the when is the when is it hard for them to when when do you feel like you can't Okay, so what's coming to my mind is Sydney only likes to wear her hair down in a clip. Like all the time. Like all the time. So um, if I suggest, would you like to try a pigtail today? Would you like to try a ponytail today? You know, she never is open minded to trying a different hairstyle. Uh-huh. And the only way that I can even get her to wear her hair up is for her dance class. The dance class. Right. So, you know, I'm not sure where is this past life something? Did something <laughs> happen when you were, I mean, because she is so strong. And like I see all these other kids wearing braids and, you know. And do I really care in the end of the day how she wears her hair? No, I'm just curious why. You know, and if I ask, because I like it like that, you know, because it's beautiful, uh-huh. you know, so. The, I'd give it to her 100%. Okay. I would just give it to her 100%. But I would also put out there, you know, what you could do is you could put your hair, you know, or you could say, oh, I like your hair that way. Mommy chooses her, mommy likes her hair down, mm-hmm. you know, or you could do crazy pigtails. Yeah, and we do, day. and she laughs and thinks that's funny, yeah, you just, know. just keep, and, and part of it is, how do you, like, match it but 
create flexibility. Um, you, but I think that's a choice that could be 100% hers. Right. Yeah. And then the end of the day, like for swimming, you know, do you want bangs in your eyes? You know, like Miss Annette prefers that you, you know, have your hair up so you can see while you're, you know, and she'll she'll do it. Yeah. And as soon as we're done, it's out. Okay. And it's and and I think that idea for Miss Annette because the other thing I will say is you know I have rules in our classroom that are different from a home rules and so it's like if 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 Miss Annette likes it that way because that helps you to be a better swimmer mm-hmm. then when we're in class we're going to do it her way even though you want to take it out when you're done but you know how much better that she gets her power mm-hmm. from her hair mm-hmm. than right. than having to go around slugging kids and just think we're going to be in trouble or she's older I it's you know she'll be I, doing her own hair though right. so <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's interesting it's just take notes and watch because you don't really know um but I th- you know there are so many other ways for kids to be assertive and some of them are counterproductive mm-hmm. so I think right Let I think that's this. a really great way to express herself okay yeah Evan? I mean, I guess, I don't know, the, the biggest thing that I'm ha- as far as initiative I'm having is this mommy-daddy thing where she always wants, um, whether it's a bath, whether it's putting her to sleep. Disney World. Um, yeah, we went to Disney World a couple times, and she would not have anything to do with me holding her or pushing her in the stroller. So the biggest thing right now for yeah. me is just... Um, letting her decide when she wants me. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? he, I mean, when she does, like, it's all out. Like, climbing on him, throwing, yeah. jumping, you know, and yeah. he's the fun one. I will tell you, when you described it beforehand, I mean, my my book answer, and, and even in the Entitlement Free book, is when a child prefers one parent, is like, no, 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 like, support dad. You know, don't rescue your child from dad. However... The way you described it to me at the table earlier and the way and, and, and even now is this idea that I will do it on her terms. I will let her choose how and when she wants me. And I think that I think you're showing her a kind of respect and an honor that that's priceless. And that's why I was asking, like, who's the more tender, tenderoni emotion guy? Because, you know, I think that Evan's got some of that. And I think that maybe it's a dad and daughter. I, it's, it's, well, I think so many things make them upset at this age that yeah. are so cr- just so dumb to us but to them they're big things yeah. and it's like why make her get upset over the fact that if she wants one parent over the other yeah. just let her have what she wants there and not make that another issue where she's going to go into one of these tantrums right. and when I'm not around he's, he's the 100%. king yeah. he's the king do you do, do you do daddy times with her where you like do something special they the dad donut you know the other um you used to go to Target. Like, we will on Saturday morning. She'll go and do yoga, and I'll walk around with her in the park or something like that. Um, I took her to the mall one time with me. We it was we went down. To Ave- <laughs> That's a brave dad. We went down to Aventura actually because I wanted to get a suit, and I took her with me. And she didn't want to go at first, and it took half the car ride till she finally calmed that. We had to stop at one of the um, rest stops on the turnpike. Oh, how funny! And get her candy. Uh-huh. And she was. She goes. I like this place. <laughs> I like it. We're making a road trip go traveler. To, yeah. There you go. But, um, but you know that was like a big outing for us. Yeah. And she just had the best. Not one after that. She was as Did happy you actually as buy a suit with, with your her. Daughter? Yeah, she was great. She had a pee in the store, and I was paying. And I said, oh, "Let's go to the bathroom." And they let me into their bathroom in the store, and 
I mean, she just couldn't. Everything she was great. We went to Mrs. Fields, and yeah, you got this. Yeah, so she was fine. I mean, she was <laughs> definitely wow. Even when I'm not around, she's doing makeup tutorials on him. Now it's. I think that she knows you're available on her terms, and right. I think that with Slade in the picture, and you know, and the uh, with whatever all the growth spurt things are, uh, I I think you're making really really great choices. So, because I want to say you got this, so let's do our wrap-up. And I'm going to let you go first, Evan. And that is, you know, I do believe that you guys are amazing and that you are, you've got this. So the, the summary is always, how do you have this for this week, for right now, for this age and stage, um, that you know that nobody can take it away from you? Evan, how do you got this? I guess I got this by just watching her and knowing who she is and letting her just grow into whoever she's going to become and trying not to be another thing that's going to give her another person that's going to make her have a tantrum you know just try to be there for her and support her and whatever she turns out to be and who she becomes and I will say and I really appreciate always when dads are at the table with us that voice and choice is of course essential and critical to becoming a person but when a dad gives a daughter that kind of voice and choice it's a gift for a lifetime that that sets a standard of respect and honor that's pretty cool so Bree how you got this I got this you know it's temporary so I'm as long as I know that I'm on her team you know and she knows that then you know together we'll one day look at all these stories and and laugh I love it I love it. And we're going to check back in a year about the hair. Okay, yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> I like that. Okay, Brandy, how do you got this? Um, I got this in that um, even though she's very different from me, I'm learning how to respect her and her choices. And, 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 and like you've tried to, you touched on that, knowing um, where the line is in that I'm mom and your daughter, and so you do get some choices, but there are some times where... You don't, and learning those boundaries too. I think um, it's making life very interesting, and I love it. and I'm loving that because I'm growing by trying to be a better mom to her, and and I'm getting to watch her grow into who she is. That's and from the time she was a baby, I yeah. mean, she 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 came with her own personality yeah. that was very different yes. from from you, yes. and from many of her peers. I mean, she's a very yes. unique little girl. Yes. Thank you all very much for being a part of this. Um, I love the discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.